Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Hey guys, normal amount of enthusiasm for this. Good one. try, Steve. Third time's a charm. Third time. That's very good energy. Good, like upbeat, but not too over the top. Yeah, I didn't want like it's not gonna be one of our best, probably. So I'm keeping it normal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Temper expectations, as we say. Uh, I don't think, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It could be. Yeah. You were researching something. I mean, yeah, I've got like, a who knows what you got planned. I got Chubb history. history to do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I got a little, I got a little, uh, life hack for you guys. Oh, Steve's life hack of the week. Let's hear it. Yes. So I was doing some moving around. You can't see this. But I got two monitors now, double desk setup. I got two desks built into a mega desk. Yeah. Um. So I had to like move my whole apartment around, and in moving that, I found a piece of mouse poop. Yeah, that's not good. And I was like, "Where did this come from? I've never seen a mouse in here." Yeah. So I was like freaking out. And then I was like, "What am I freaking out for? I can handle a mouse." Okay. And then I was like, "Do I even have mice?" So I did a little test. I cooked two pieces of pasta. Okay. And I put them on my floor. And I left them there for two nights, two moons. And they were still there at the end of the two moons. Thus proving I do not have a mouse infestation. Okay. No, this is obviously genius. I, here's my question. Why pasta and what pasta? It was uh, the round pasta. <laughs> what, what do you want? Everyone is round to a certain extent. For the the round party. tube. The round tube pasta. Like I don't know. No, it was the big round Steve, tube. are you Italian? Shouldn't you know this stuff? Oh, mama mia. Yeah, I eat one type of pasta. It's fettuccine. That's the only type of pasta there is. I would not consider fettuccine round. It's not fettuccine. I happened. My dad moved and he gave me all this like subpar pasta. So okay, I got to use it for something. I'm going to share my screen. You can tell me if this is what you see. Okay. Is this what you gave the? No, there was no angle. There was no no angle to the pasta. Um. Round two pasta. Well, is it rigatoni. Uh, zoom in on the rigatoni. We're going to buy this rigatoni. Oh, yeah, it was definitely rigatoni. Okay. Uh, okay, so you went with rigatoni to see if... Now, is it possible that my, mice just don't like pasta or more... There's no way. Like there's no way. That is the perfect 
food for a mouse because okay. you never see them like eating other creatures right so they're got to be vegetarian <clears throat> they're too small to like hunt okay so i thought well i gotta get some wheat based things easily digestible lots of fiber i'm putting the pasta down look what i found here and that thing loves the rigatoni he just ran past the rigatoni well he's clearly startled that mouse is he's oh he's in the rigatoni see he loves it so much we found a video of a of a a mouse with his head stuck in rigatoni. A TikTok mouse shoved his little mouse head in a piece of rigatoni. Yeah. That was too much for the trap. Like, yeah. you do not need that much just to test. Um, yeah. But if you want to wake up with a bunch of mice with their heads in rigatoni, apparently that's... It is cute. <laughs> Good way to catch some mice. Okay, so you don't have... Either way, the point is people can come over, no problem. No mice problem. No mice problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be hosting Okay. probably... Probably, like, looking at maybe one person in the next year okay, or perfect. so. I don't get a lot of visitors over here. Okay. Um, That's fair. Even though I have Christmas lights, I got a Christmas tree up now. Yeah. Um, I thought I'd entice some kids. Maybe they'd think like, you know, Santa's up there because of all the fun lights. Then they come up and it would just be me and my fish. You're right. You're right. I mean, you could lure some people in. It hasn't worked for three okay. years in a row. <laughs> but there's always a potential of that. It, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm going for. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, was there something else you want to get to, Steve? Um, yeah, we could talk about this uh, really fun Tanzania news um, what story that, that I found. Oh, okay. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, you familiar with Klaus Ihonas? Ihonis? No. Ihonis? Uh, well, he's the Romanian president. Okay. And he went to Tanzania for a quick four-day visit. And uh, he had a great time. And they did a little ceremony for him. Let me uh, let me pull this up here. Damn it, Zoom! I got too many monitors now. I'm gonna share my screen so you can okay. watch the ending of this ceremony. Okay. Okay. For so I will I'll explain to people what's going on here. People are holding pictures of what I assume is the president. <laughs> As the jumping, president of Romania. The president of Romania. And then they are jumping off of a like a wall that goes down into the ocean. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's basically holding a like a I don't know, three foot the, board. The like big poster picture. board of, of him and then just jumping into the water, legs kicked out, landing in the water. <laughs> just with, like with people all around him. I'm not is this supposed to be a this is a, a good thing? Yeah, because he shouts Hakuna Matata and from the Lion King, we know. That means no worries for the okay. rest of your days. Okay. 
So, yeah, this dude takes a running jump, yells Hakuna Matata. Big picture of this dude. Does a sweet little leg split midair. Yeah. Like, he throws some flash into this ceremony. He's not yeah. just doing, like, he's not jumping it. He's showing, I got moves, and you're about to see them. I would have liked a full split, like a, a bigger split. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. and he didn't really protect the painting in the water. Like the No, it's, were... it's, it's definitely going to get ruined the second he gets out of the water. I mean, it's, yeah, he... <laughs> it's ridiculous. He does a full, like, just, yeah, split leg jump into this water holding this picture of the president. We got to get... I what? guess I didn't realize Hakuna Matata was a real thing. I I feel like that's something some American would go, you know, like some celebrity would go to Tanzania, yell Hakuna Matata and get canceled or something. I feel like that was a fake. I didn't realize that was like a real saying. Yeah, it means, let's see. It actually means there are no troubles. Well, it means no worries for the rest of your days. That's the that's the lyric of the song. Um, Disney movie, it's translated to no worries. Okay. But, you know, yeah. It's a rough translation. Okay. So, uh, we I'm thinking we gotta incorporate this into some of our political ceremonies. Yes. And does this mean we, he likes a guy or does not like? It the means guy? they like him. It means they okay, like. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because they're like, no worries, no problems, bro, and then <laughs> jump into the freaking water. <laughs> uh, like yeah. So I'm thinking we get a guy, right? Yeah. Because America, you know, we're superior. We got the money. We bring somebody over. Like, we get mm, the president of, like, the Czech Republic to come over. Okay. Because that's one up in Romania, I believe. Yep. And then we get a guy, and we put him on the Golden Gate Bridge. Okay. And... This guy named uh, Peter Pavel. Yeah, we get Peter Pavel. See if I can find a shirtless picture of him. Yeah, how how yoked does he look? Uh I'm not seeing him shirtless. It's mostly Putin. Oh, this guy could be yoked though. Ooh, well, look at this. Yeah, I'm showing a picture here, Steve. Oh, ooh. Mine just went straight to top male porn stars. Okay. I got a different thing than what you got. So you're on more of a dark web than I am, I guess. Your search history is a little different. You got, oh, I mean, he's good looking. Can I say that he's good for an older guy? He's a good looking guy. He is good looking. Like he's seen, he's probably seen war. Well, yeah. You see these pictures? He's seen war. Type in shirtless. He's, he's all Putin shirtless. I don't see anything of him. He was a general before this dude. Okay. All right. So maybe he's he's got a decent bod under there. Yeah. I like him. All right. So we're gonna get this guy. <clears throat> yeah. We're gonna get like. Simone Biles, because she's a gymnast. Okay. Oh, yes, you're right. We got to step it up with the person doing it. I agree. Yeah, and she's got some name recognition. We're going to get her on the Golden Gate Bridge. We're going to get a hang glider. Okay. Of Peter Pavel's face. Okay. But it's going to be made of, like, it's going to be weak. Like a weak hang glider. And she's going to dive off the Golden Gate Bridge, plummeting to the ground. Last second, slow her momentum just enough to where she can do a sweet split. Okay. Front flip, then wall splitting straight into the water. Perfect dive. No splash. 
so I'm seeing here, actually, even if she didn't have the thing, 5% of the people that jump from the Golden Gate Bridge uh, survive. Wow, that's actually higher than I thought. But most end up drowning or dying of hypothermia in the water. But if we well, have, we'll the, have a boat, the, we're going to yeah, we'll have a boat. We're going to rule right, out so hypothermia is... like immediately. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, really drowning. I figured it would be like blunt impact. Well, because what if you if you fall, that's a hard impact on your body, and then you're like in the middle of a huge water area. You know what I'm saying? It's like then you're going to have to swim while you're damaged to one side. I, I'm surprised it's not instant death. That's what I'm saying. So well, maybe we don't even do it. 95% angle. is instant death, probably. 95% is death. We don't know how instant it is. Oh, you're right. So Fair I'm enough. saying yeah. we could nix the whole hang glider thing. And, and she would maybe probably a, be better at landing that impact than most people. Simone Biles, I would assume. She knows how to land. That's what I'm saying. So we get yeah. Simone Biles... Yeah, and instead of a hang glider, we have just a bigger cardboard cutout. Oh, okay, yes, that she glides down on. I like this. Yeah, yeah. So she'll use that to glide down, but it's not going to slow her down too much. Yeah, and then at the end, she still does. She goes into a split, then does a front flip, then goes head first into the water. Perfect dive. No what is she yelling? Hakuna no worries. Damn, she, yeah, she can't yell Hakuna Matata. No worries. She's gonna yell. I love New York. That's an American saying. Okay, that's a very American. Or she could yell, right. "Bing bong, Bing bong." Bing bong. <laughs> I do like the Bing bong. I do like yelling Bing bong. Yeah. Uh, bing bong. She yells Bing bong. Yeah. Does the jump, and then uh, ally for life for the Czech Republic. Oh yeah. Like for the next three generations, I mean, they're going to be talking locked, about we're it. Locked in. We could do whatever we want. Yeah, I mean that sort of thing. It's genius, dude. I mean, they're like yeah, Simone Biles jump doing the splits into a front flip, no splash. <laughs> yeah, we got to make sure she's got no splash. I mean, maybe a diver would be better than her, but we don't know as I many don't... divers. Yeah, name one diver. Well, actually, so Steve, I uh, I oh, will you time... know, well, here's I got what the... I, I got the perfect diver. diver. Okay, what do you have? Uh, there's this yoked Instagram guy named Sam Sulek. Okay. Google him. He's got a great bod. What? He's like super roided up. He's What's like his huge. Name? Sam Sulek. S-U-L-E-K. Okay. Uh, I well, mean, I us yoked. Say, we've actually us yoked had, bros. We've actually had a professional diver on the show before. Oh, really? Uh, Joey Cefeli. Oh, yeah. The uh... He was on the show. So, yeah, this guy's jacked. He does not look like a diver. No, he can dive. That's uh, he's he used to be a diver, and he did a dive full yoked, like as yoked as he is right now, and he like nails it. So we might be able to get him if we're like, I, if we invite like you know a, a meaner like North Korea just to intimidate them. Okay, so Joey Spelly was on Holy Moly, the show that was uh, it was NBC. He was a Team USA diver, so. Uh, we could get him. I obviously still have his contact information. We could see if he's into it. But you're kind of saying the other guy might be more jacked, which is true. Joey looks more like a traditional diver. Yeah, uh, either the other, I either want the big name or I also stayed one time paid for. I just tried to find the cheapest cameos to do, and I I made I record had somebody record one for you, uh, because it was like a dollar or two, and I like talked about how big of a fan you were of swimming and all this stuff, and then I found out the guy was a diver, not a swimmer. Oh. Um, 
But so then I like the guy's response was kind of so sad that like he could tell I didn't even actually know who he was that I uh, then I felt bad and I didn't want to play it. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's embarrassing. Like maybe he probably quit cameo after that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a rough look. It was a rough. Look. Uh, okay. But he was encouraging to you, by the way. In oh, the, in okay. The yeah. Well, <laughs> I would have liked to see that. <laughs> I probably, even, though he's just like, it somewhere. even though he's just pissed. <laughs> yeah. Steed, what is up? My name is Steel Johnson. I'm a 2016 Olympic silver medalist. I heard that you are a huge swimming fan. I'm a diver. That's close to swimming. But I just wanted to say a huge congratulations on your 200th episode of Chubstep. That is exciting. I'm going to have to check out your podcast. Amy sent me this request for you to congratulate you on this amazing milestone. I personally listen to a lot of podcasts, so I can understand how amazing of a feat this is, how big of a milestone this is. And I just want to say congratulations on achieving this milestone, achieving this goal. And I look forward to seeing your podcast continue to grow as you continue to grow as a podcaster. So Steed, thank you for your support. And I just hope your 200th episode of Chubstep is just awesome. All right, I got a Chub history. Let's do it. Blood alone moves the wheels of history. Have you ever asked yourselves in an hour of meditation, which everyone finds during the day, how long we have been striving for greatness? Some men just want to watch the world burn. America is the richest, most powerful nation on earth. If America was a woman, America would be a big titty woman. And everybody loves a big titty woman. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Ladies and gentlemen, job history. Please clap. Steed. Yeah. How familiar are you with uh, Lineas Eris Nationales SA Airlines, also known as uh, Lanza Airlines? Very familiar. Very familiar. You know a lot of Peruvian airlines? Well, I mean, I know lots of Flight 508. <laughs> We're already <laughs> looking up stuff. We're already looking up stuff uh, as, is, as I shared my screen. Is this the rugby guys? No, 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 okay. no. Turns out, uh, avoid flying around South America. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you get south of Brazil yeah, or the Amazon, don't <clears throat> go over the Amazon or south of Brazil. Well, that's where I'm getting to in here. So I'm just going to, so Lanza Airlines founded in 1963. They ended up uh, ceasing operations in 1972. And I will get to why. And uh, as Steve kind of mentioned, Lanza Flight 508 happened in 1971, December 24th, Christmas Eve, 1971. Uh, there was a crash over the airline. So this is a propeller plane, decent sized plane, uh, pretty good sized plane. A ninety, it was eighty six passengers, six crew, so ninety two people aboard. And while flying from, it was within Peru. Uh, I think it was going from Lima. It was way to Lima Laquitos, to Laquitos, Peru. Yes, Laquitos. So. <clears throat> It was flying around 21,000 feet 
when it got encountered a thunderstorm and they believe a lightning bolt hit the anyway some sort of uh, weather caused the the, lightning plane they think it's a lightning bolt caused the like a fire on the plane or to hit the wing and that kind of stuff enough bad weather caused this plane to go down and um one person survives the crash out of the 92 people there there's one survivor a 17 year old girl named julianne uh kopeck kopecky i'm gonna say kopeck so julianne kopeck was uh her parents were kepke i'm going kepke kepke okay yeah. julianne kepke we'll say kepke so her uh she was the only child of a German zoologist that were living in Peru. And she was kind of homeschooled. She kind of grew up in the jungle. If there was anybody that was going to survive a crash over the Amazon, it was a good thing it was her. Uh, because she had basically grown up with all the knowledge of how to survive. Yeah. You need some jungle Amazon. training. Because if I was in training. the Amazon, I first thing I'm doing in the yeah. Amazon, I'm making a spear and i'm trying to find a jaguar to get it over quick because yeah. i don't like bugs and from what <laughs> i've heard the amazon has a lot of bugs so oh I'm, you would hate this you i'm would going hate this i'm like looking for a howler monkey to fight yeah. i'm looking for something like i don't know but it's i'm going down quick completely agree this is it's a nightmare i mean they so these jungles and this is where they talk about there's still like these buried cities you know, from like the way, way thousands of yeah, BC like and Mayans. stuff like that, the Mayans, Aztec, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. There's all these things buried in the Amazon still that we don't know about. They kind of do these uh, scans from airplanes that have kind of told us there's things there. Yeah, that the we just, LIDAR. It's so dense and just so hard to navigate through that we just haven't discovered it yet. <laughs> and, no, and nobody wants to like make that trek to do it. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy <laughs> how just massive it is and how I guess it's just impossible to live in if you just land in the middle of this. So <clears throat> anyway, what happens is basically this girl was flying with her mom uh, to go see her dad uh, on Christmas Eve. The dad warns, he says, hey, this Lanza Airlines, uh, they kind of suck, guys. I don't know if you've heard, you know, <laughs> they're like, they've actually had a lot of uh, flights that have gone down. Okay, in the in the nine years they were operational, they had three crashes. That's, and then a bunch of that's pretty good. They had one that had 49 fatalities, 101 fatalities, and then this last one that was 91 fatalities. It's better so, than Malaysian Airline in the past few years. They only had the one big one, right, Steve? No, they had the one that went missing. Yeah. Then like yeah. two weeks later, they're like, hey, let's fly over Ukraine. Boom. Uh, yeah. Russia shot him down. So, yeah, I guess this is, there's always examples of shitty airlines throughout the world, but that's uh, definitely not one you want to uh, basically avoid. Like, I guess people make fun of um, Spirit and Frontier, but I don't hear about them crashing. Right? They're just kind of the bad service. I, I think Spirit is actually the best one. I looked it up and Spirit was like the best crash record. Like, they're they get a clean crash. Well, they haven't, yeah, they haven't been around as long as some of these other ones to, to experience some crashes. But planes are pretty safe, you know, much safer even now than they were. Anyway, the point is, shitty airline, the dad warns against it. They go, shitty weather. The they the crew says, hey, we're still good. We're going to do this. And it goes down. Whoops. And uh, 
it kind of crashes along the Amazon canopy. And the next thing this uh, Julianne knows, she wakes up and she's like, what the hell just happened? Like she wakes up the next morning and is just like, where am I? She probably had a big headache. Oh, yeah. She had like gashes. She had like a broken collarbone. There's a few things that were not going well for uh, Julianne. Basically, nothing was going well. And she doesn't see anybody else. She's basically like somehow kind of on her own. It says she fell from like 10,000 feet. Well, that's the plane. That's where the plane was. Yeah. Yeah. So she, the plane blows up and then she falls 10,000 feet down. All right. Real quick. We don't know exactly. I'm thinking we ditch Simone Biles. (laughs) We get her. She's not American. We can naturalize her. Okay. Because she's got the experience for this kind of thing. That's fair. Golden Gate Bridge into water is not taken down Julianne Kepke. Anyway, she ends up uh, eating some sweets that she finds around the crash site. And keep in mind, this is not like this. The plane is all over the place. So she's it's not like she crashed and there's like the whole plane sitting right there. It's like she's like just basically by herself. But she's found some sweets that ends up being the only thing she eats until she's found. And something that what her parents told her is uh, if you ever get in a scenario where you're in the, if you're lost in the jungle, find water and then follow the water because eventually water will lead to more water. And then where you have bigger water, you know, areas, there's, it's higher chance for population, you know, people to be around there. And he also said, watch out for like shallow water because that's where the piranhas are. And so kind of yeah. go to the deeper water. <laughs> so keep in mind, she has nothing to eat. So she ends up uh, surviving for 11 days alone Ugh. in the Peruvian Amazon rainforest until she's discovered by local fishermen. And these fishermen are like, what the hell is this? They grab her to canoe, bring her to a more <laughs> populated area. She ends up getting airlifted out of there, obviously. Uh, but so, so not only is she the only survivor out of these 92 people, but she also was able to survive another 11 days in the rainforest and find somebody to save her. They were not able to find the plane crash for a long time because of just how thick the Amazon canopy is. Like even a plane goes down, you just can't even tell. So she the frustrating thing was she was like in the water, you know, trying to get help and she could hear the rescue planes overhead, but they couldn't oh, see yeah. her. It was just brutal. So she ends up having like, you know, uh, maggots growing on her arm and all this kind of stuff. She finds gasoline at one point and pours gasoline on the maggots uh, to, tr- to kill them. Uh, yeah, the that's bugs a, apparently were terrible. That's a badass maggot oh. trick. Yeah, no, it is. And she had like kind of learned that from her dad. She said she was a self-described jungle child. Because uh, she kind of grew again. If any, if this is going to happen to anybody, it's almost the best person it could have happened to. Uh, but of course, like you know, she lost her parents. She lost everybody else on the thing. Uh, passed away, and just insane that she survived this. She ended up getting a bot fly. Do you know what a bot fly is? Uh, sadly, I do. I also know what a bot fly is, and the reason I know what a bot fly is is because my cousin had this thing. Uh, she's not been on the show before, but she was. I'm going to share my screen. Uh, she was, she, they, I don't know. I can't remember how this happened, but like she had this kind of growth, I believe it was like under her eye. This was years Ugh. ago, 10 to 15 years ago. And they had no idea what it was. All of a sudden, like she goes to the doctor or something, they remove it and they realize it's a, uh, 
a bot fly, which is basically a, a gross looking fly that grows its larva inside somebody. Like it kind of, I don't know if it's, I don't know how it does it. It stings you, whatever it is. These pictures are gross, uh, but you'll yeah. get it. It looks I'd like I'd be it pouring like gasoline a, on that. Yeah, for sure. And this is separate. I would the light maggots. the gasoline on fire. Yeah. And so, yeah, it looked like it looks like a big zit almost. And then it has a little hole and then actually a fly comes out of your face. Huh. So that's fun. What a relief when that thing gets out of there, though. That probably feel oh, great. no kidding. Yeah, that uh, like the Dr. Uh, Pimple Popper show and like, they would love a bot fly. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that watches that show. So anyway, she get, wrote a couple of books. She got her doctorate and became a research in mammalogy, specializing in bats. Oh, yeah. So. Of course. Yeah. It's crazy. Some people get like bonked in the head and then they just grow up to be serial killers. And she got bonked in the head like pretty hard. Yeah. Like 10,000 feet straight to the ground. And she's like, I, I want to study bats. Yeah. And she basically went back to I'm where German. she basically took over her dad's job um, once he passed away. Hey, good way to make a job opening. Am I right? Well, her dad. Oh no, he didn't die in the plane. He didn't die in the thing. Yeah, I know. Maybe she killed her dad then. I don't think so. He died in 1989, quite a bit after. I would not assume. Took over at the German Bat Institute. Anyway, just kind of a crazy story. This girl survives. (laughs) It falls out of a plane, survives a plane crash, and then survives. It's like uh, the movie. Is it Unbreakable? What's the one uh, where Samuel Samuel Jackson causes all these major accidents to happen, and he's trying to find somebody that basically has the ability to survive anything and he ends up finding Bruce Willis because he survives this crazy train crash that nobody else survives. Um, huh. And then we find out, yeah, Samuel, it's a good movie. Oh, M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan, yeah. And then they yeah. made um, Split, which was the guy with two personalities, James and McAvoy, then and then they made Glass is the third one where they combined, actually. I saw the one where they combined all three of them, but oh. I didn't see the other ones. Unbreakable is actually the best of those three. Oh, Actually, Glass is probably the worst of those three, Steve. The one you watched. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell was going on the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's the third in the series. So Unbreakable is a good movie. But anyway, it's kind of almost this concept where Samuel Jackson would have found uh, Julianne quite intriguing. You'd be like, let's throw her again. Yeah, I got to see if she's about Exactly. <laughs> a cool lady. Show history. There you go. Wow. Great. Good for her. Good for her. What's going on here? It's a hostage situation. Guys, four people at gunpoint. Shot someone in the head on his way in. Oh my god, that's nuts. Oh my gosh. See, it's days like these that I curse the Chinese for inventing gunpowder. I ha- almost had another hero moment. Okay. Um, so, as we know, I'm a hero. Uh, rescued those people out of their car they flipped over yes. on a silly goof. Um, so, I pulled into the jewel parking lot. Okay. Or it was like on the outskirts of the Jewel parking lot. So it was like near the end and it's like low population of parking sure. people. Late. Um, this is, I think, two nights ago. Okay. And as I get out, I notice somebody and they are trying to start their car. And it doesn't start. So I run in and I like grab some eggs, go back to my car. They're still sitting there. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, they're in a handicap spot. It's like an old lady. So I go yeah, and ask yeah. her. I'm like, hey. Uh, you need a jump start? And she's like, uh, how do you know I need a jump? And I'm like, well, your car is going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and you've been sitting in this parking lot for 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. So she's like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I don't have jumper cables. A nice Polish woman gave me uh, some jumper cables to borrow. Okay. So I'm trying to jump her car. And she's like, I'm like, your battery ever have problems? And she's like, uh, well, this guy hit me, hit my car three times in the back. He's out to get me. I was like, what? I was like, all right, well, uh, has a battery ever went out? And she's like, I just got this car a year ago. And I'm like, just got it a year ago. <laughs> and she's like, I used to have a Nissan. And I'm like, okay. So I'm what like, what kind of car was this? It was a minivan. Okay. So I go in my car and I try and like, you know, rev the engine to like get more juice flowing. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, try and start it again. And she tries to start it. Nothing. And I'm like, yeah, I think your battery's dead. She's like, no. The same guys, are, they're they're trying to get me. They're up to oh, something. No. And I'm like, here we fucking go. So I'm like, go back and wait like five, ten more minutes. Try and start it again. And nothing. She's like, they're doing, I, they're up to something. I'm telling you. They're up to something. Who are the and guys? Like, you didn't ask details? No. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, lady, like, you, you got to call your daughter or something and she's like she went she might be in michigan <laughs> like she might be in michigan yeah she said she might have went to michigan okay <laughs> I'm like oh my god so i think i waited like a few more minutes i'm like hey all right i gotta go this lady's been sitting here waiting too because i got her jumper cables yeah and they're not working so i'm like i gotta go you gotta like call your daughter and you can go in the store and she's I'm like you want me to you know leave the hood up maybe somebody else will come by and help you and she's like no the people are gonna they're gonna get me like they're coming oh, no. I'm just like okay lady call your daughter <laughs> left her hood up got out of there oh god go See, I want to know more about these I would have questioned who these people are she's just a psychopath there's no people well, I know that well obviously there's no people but I just in her mind I want to hear what I, the story I knew that after. if I engaged yeah, like it's gonna, if it would yeah, have been some 30 minutes. Yeah. At one point she was like she was starting to get like biblical on me. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, if I start talking to her, she's gonna like go off about the end times and shit and yeah, how these guys are working for Satan. And then I have to tell her that I have a church and she just has to give me four dollars. And yeah, I mean she could have been she would have been a perfect recruit. This nice boy, this nice boy. If you would have helped her car steed. Like if you'd actually oh, yeah. kind of fix that's you have a church member for life for you. Yeah, that's a big cult leader move. Just like oh yeah. Hey, you know, I'm such a nice guy. <laughs> Through the Anyways, power of the church, I, the, I was able to fix your car. I think the Bible actually just got like one passage wrong. Why don't you come to my study group and <laughs> we'll go over it? See, this wouldn't have happened to you had you been following my teachings. Yeah, we meet every night at midnight for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> you'll love it you'll love it it might just be you but yeah, you can't it. leave too you ever leave. <laughs> ever and you'll pay me but i'll protect you from the strange men We're gonna, let's go sell this stupid minivan we'll put the title in my name that's right yeah and the, and the men won't hurt her anymore yeah so instead of you know me adding to my hero 
resume, I instead abandon an old lady in the cold. Um, <laughs> and I didn't see it in the news that they found her dead in that car. Because yeah. it was like, you know, 15 degrees outside. But she could have gone into the grocery store if she was that cold. Oh, yeah, I told her to. And she looked yeah. confused and she literally just like zipped her coat up. And I'm like, all right, you're going to die tonight. Yeah, it is a tough thing when you know somebody's out of it and how to react to that because you yeah, like you're like you're you're trying to be nice. Yeah, but I'm like I got this crazy lady here that, you know, uh, she, she can't start her car. I'm like I'm not going to call the cops cuz what if the cops just arrest me and they're out to get me and then my car won't start? And then yeah. every time my car doesn't start, there I got to be looking over my shoulder because the guys that rear-ended me outside of your house that one time, he's actually working for Hillary Clinton, and I'm I got to vote for Biden, twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah, she would have loved all of those explanations. She would have been like, "Dude, you get it." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah that that is that is tough. Well, thank you, Steve. Almost, almost thank you for your service. Yeah, it was close. I tried. Yeah, exactly. I tried. I, I was okay. really hoping it would be a two-minute jump, and then I could feel really good about myself for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, Steered, here's my cringy thing of the week here. Uh, is when people say they love going, like talking about things as adventures. Um, when you hear the word adventure, what do you think of? You know, I think you need a machete involved. I, I agree. Yeah. When you talk about this girl, this girl leaving now, adventure seems more voluntary. <laughs> I would say but her, uh, that that's an adventure, <laughs> but it's for sure an adventure. Which is when I think yeah. of adventure, it's basically what this girl did, what Julianne did, escaping the Amazon. But like, usually it's voluntary. I would say it might not be good, positive experience, but like adventure is like something you usually sign up for with a machete, with a machete required or recommended. Because she, it would have been recommended that she had one. Yeah. But anytime you're like going into the wilderness, there's got yeah. the wilderness has to be involved, or you just gotta be like, I'm gonna go take on the biggest gangs in Chicago with my bare hands. For like sure. That would, could be an adventure too. But there's got to be stakes. You you need yeah. to be able to die. I completely agree. I'm picturing somebody with a safari hat. Oh yeah, like you yeah. want a safari hat, no matter where you're going, this adventure. Okay, now the the term adventure, just because of how society just is now, we don't really have people that have to like explore, you know, <laughs> unknown lands anymore. We yeah. we found them all. Uh, adventure has now turned into a word where just like um, people just use this on their dating profile, or they'll just use it as like, um, I love to go on adventures. Let's go on adventures together. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, going to a pumpkin patch is not an adventure. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, that's exactly where I'm going with this. Uh, I've been watching this. Uh, I have two trash TV shows. Anybody that knows me knows I watch. I have two shows that are trash TV shows that I watch. Other than that, highbrow material for me. Yeah. Other, I mean, high enough brow. You you watch uh, toddlers and toddlers and tiaras, no. and then that uh, cheerleading show that like got banned, right? <laughs> Both <laughs> those. Um, no, Married at First Sight is one of them. Married at First Sight. The people meet each other when they walk down the aisle. Oh yeah. And the other one is 90 Day Fiance, which is basically a foreign people trying to scam their way into America <laughs> for very ugly American people or people that are undateable in America. <laughs> that one I like. Uh, that one I like just because it's so... Both these shows are just so ridiculous. The concepts are just so ridiculous that um, 
I don't know. And usually these people aren't like good enough to try to get like trying to be famous or something like that. So <laughs> yeah. it feels less produced than some other shows. Married at First Sight, all these people are kind of talking about is like, I can't wait to get married and go on adventures with you and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, like Steve, to your point, uh, their adventures are going to a brewery. It's axe throwing. Uh, oh, these, man. I would call these activities. I'd like to do activities. I like to do things. I would not call them adventures. Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's just a cringy. It's a cringy term. It's, it is. It is very bad. I've, I've been on uh, those, you know, dating websites before. Yes. Not on them now, so don't go looking. Um, and I've seen it like, yeah, I love adventures. Take me on an adventure. And I'm like, I yeah. don't have fucking time to. We don't. We're so far away from the nearest jungle. The The <laughs> climate up here is. It, it's not even like accepting of adventures because yeah. it's too temperate. And there's no venomous snakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have venomous spiders or poison spiders. I can't remember. But it's not high stakes enough. Yeah. Indiana Jones went on adventures. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah. Elon but, Musk going to space. That's an adventure. Sure, that's an adventure. I would say, now, Steve, the closest thing you've mentioned on the show is that you're, you're spelunking that you want to do. In the oh, case hell yeah. That's, that would be an adventure, right? You're going... Not for, not for an experienced guy like me, though. No, for you, it's just a normal everyday thing. But yeah, I call maybe that a Wednesday. I would say maybe next time, if you're on one of those dating apps again, you just say, hey, is well, this is if you love advent- adventures, boy, do I have something for you. I got something for you. Want to go to a place where you can't see and no one can hear you scream? <laughs> and uh, it's required to have at least three people. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> for it's legal four purposes, people. It's four, oh, people, four people. And I can't okay. get four goddamn people to go in the freaking <laughs> cave with me. in there. I don't know. You're I not going to die. I'm too Nobody's tall. Gonna... I'm too big. I'm you're too not big for too caves. big. They're big caverns. I'm too big you're, for caves. You're not. You might bonk your head, but you got to wear a helmet in this cave. So you're fine. I don't even have a helmet. Like what? A lacrosse you, helmet? I know. I know you have a bike helmet because you're the only person that wears a bike helmet. That's true. I wear a bike helmet. I do. I, and I stand by that. Oh, I, I don't want brain helmet. injury. I don't want brain injury. <laughs> <laughs> I still, even, even, uh, this is my favorite though. I, I mentioned this on the show before, even like right before the, we got cold enough to, um, you know, where nobody was biking, I would say in probably like September, I did see another person that was riding around with a mask on and no helmet, which is just my, yeah, uh, my favorite dumbest. thing in the world. Dumbest. Ugh. But I didn't know we they're, were, they're scared we were of a slow training, death, not an instant one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, I can, we can wrap it up there, Steve. Alrighty. All right. Uh, people. Oh, a little news. Chub step news here. Uh, I put all of the Chris, the Christmas Bros songs on YouTube. So if you want to go to Chub Step Podcast, there is a playlist called uh, the Christmas Bros, and you can wa- you can see every one of the Christmas Bros uh, songs we've released, including. Uh, the Christmas Bros and Happy Meal singing Frosty the Home Man. That was the original song that came out last year. Uh, everybody loves that one. So, you know, check it out, check it out there, and obviously check us out on YouTube. New episodes every Thursday. Email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we're about to send Rosalie a gift, Steve. So, I'm gonna need your, I have already bought some stuff for her 10 times on the show. Uh, if you want to be a guest on the show or nobody or know somebody who would be good on the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And 10 so, times they get a thing. 10 times you get a prize. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a loyalty program. 
<laughs> yeah. Because uh, your only payment is is this gift. Yeah, we're that not going to actually like. pay you money. But... No, you're not going to get money, but you will maybe get something. <laughs> All right. Perfect. All right. The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.